0: Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the Hapless Heroes.
1: Why don't we sing them the song of our people?
2: God, yes, this song! Let's sing this song! (laughs) (laughs) I love the Smash Up song!
1: Hello everybody and welcome once again to another episode of Hapless Heroes where everything's made up and the hit points don't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're uh, hoblets because then then he gets put down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I'm Francesco, your host and DM. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce our party for this evening. To my left we have James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good fucking evening. To his left we have Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwind the Benevolent. Thank you for that. At your service. To his left, we have Dave playing the ever-lovable and ever-poker-faced Zero. It's so good to be back. To his left, we have Zach playing Paradil Lincoln Woods. I'm Paradil
0: Lincoln Woods. Well, I guess it's better than Plimbo.
1: And (laughs) finally, we have Joe playing Ezra Weinfeld. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So when we last left off on the show, we left on a rather ominous note the party was trying to decide what to do with this black diamond of gathrax garthax yeah him too yeah um and it was decided that for now it would just remain in quinn's possession felix was going to go to the gray citadel talk to some of his old contacts see if anyone may be able to figure something out about it and has left you guys to your own devices for now and told you he'd probably just meet you back up at the keeper in the citadel depending on wherever you end up next but right now you guys have just made camp outside of High Rock. Felix has could have sort of bid you adieu and gone on in his merry way. And uh, what do you do now? Jacuzzi store.
2: <laughs> I got a one-track
1: mind. I'm...
0: I have a few other things that would need to be taken care of at the keep before we can install the uh, jacuzzi. <laughs> like plumbing. Oh.
3: So <laughs> right, here's my suggestion. Uh, since Felix is kind of doing his thing, do we want to go back to the keep and maybe go back to the runner house?
4: Yes, yeah.
2: Cool.
3: Super simple Without Felix it. here.
2: All right. Oh, <laughs> sh- oh.
4: Get out. Isn't it nice when we can just make decisions oh, quickly and all move get all together.
1: <laughs> oh, no beyond good. I hate you. Spread my wings. Uh,
4: I'm <laughs> only I'm only testing the waters
3: to make the DM even that much more angry at me. I mean listen,
1: like all you're doing is adding more and more oh, terrible I, yeah. things Let's to whatever it. encounter you get into next. <laughs> the CR rating has gone up like two or three levels at this point. Within knock, five minutes of the knock episode. Knock it off, <laughs> he's playing with his big die. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> No man, that's 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 my private time. Like you're not supposed to look at behind the screen. The Wizard
4: of Oz needs you not to look Yeah
1: (laughs) So Yeah you guys can head back Um, A caravan will pass by in the morning at some point They'll let you hop on They got some room
4: Is it full of goblins? No Okay cool Uh, Then we'll get on If If it was was, we weren't going to get on Is your timer starting to kind of run low?
3: (laughs) Is that what's happening?
0: Yep I like it It seemed like an oddly specific question Is it full of goblins? Right, mm, and actually the
1: caravan driver even says, oh, the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh. Ride is on me today, boys.
0: Oh, nice. All
5: right. What?
1: Apparently,
0: <laughs> apparently oh. we have some sort of infamy that isn't revolved. You know what?
2: <laughs> I'm taken aback that
0: somebody that we randomly bumped into likes us.
2: <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? We, what? we thank you for your charity.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, anytime, fellas, anytime. Where, are we heading back to Airelon? We are. All right. And so, yeah, it takes you guys back into town. Um, Are you guys going to the keep first or are you guys going to the runner house first? It's about – it's, like, midday now. 11 o'clock. The the streets are bustling. (laughs) the
0: afternoon?
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's (laughs) go to the runner house. Yeah, Yeah, let's get get a plan going.
4: Yeah, the streets are bustling. What day of the
1: week is it, by the way? Shoot. Well, you know what? Since we did arbitrarily just pass time – Go, yeah, we've, yeah, we've arbitrarily passed weeks and days and whatnot, so you know what, because I love all of you so much, and it's been a little while since I've been s- sat down as a DM, Thursday, it's a Thursday. Thursday.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's 11.30 in the afternoon.
4: Give me my fucking mimosa.
1: Yeah, I guess you guys are stopping off at the Morningwood Inn for uh, some goat milk mimosas, or are you stopping at the Gold Canary on the way to Aralon Because the Gold Canary does have the famous Thursday brunch.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like it we can accept bed. no substance. I feel like right. we need, we, if we're, we're going on to be away. Go
1: famous for the go caravan home. driver. Even offers to stop and wait for you guys. Oh, wow. And the other people all know you on this caravan because they're all heading to airline. They all seem to be from there. And they're just like, yeah, well, do you mind if we join you? We'll pay our own way.
4: Uh, yes. Absolutely. Quinn's going to say no to more people more fans. Yeah, so now you guys have <laughs> a fan,
1: you have a fan base sitting with you at a very busy Thursday brunch at the Gold Canary. However, the moment you walk in Grunstout, the innkeeper and owner, um, immediately clears off a table for you, and people do make room for you guys because you are like I said, you do have some renown here in the Kingdom of Ash.
2: Feel like over brunch Quinn is just regaling <laughs> them with it, tales Quinn. of
1: the beautiful tales
2: women he seduced. It is <laughs> you're right.
4: Doing. Stop you should have seen I, these two cougars I, I nailed. at <laughs> the same time. They <laughs> were gorgeous. Meow. <laughs> Fucking A.
3: I'll I'll be respectful.
1: Mm-hmm. And just tell that's one story. What, that's
3: what no no no. That's what we do. That's what I do. But I'm not going to actually tell the story, as in, to the audience, as to be respectful to our audience.
1: Oh sure. He's just going. But yeah. Okay. Fair it's enough.
3: more of like a montage moment.
1: Yeah, of course. So yeah, you guys are having your delicious brunch. People are flocking around from all over to hear Quinn's stories. They're asking for autographs. <laughs> the
4: story that he goes through. Is I jump up on the table cougars. only about three times.
1: Okay, that's right. not bad.
3: Yeah, that's not that. That's holding back.
1: That's like average. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I guess without without any further ado, then you guys finish your brunch. The caravan resumes on its way to airline. You guys, full bellies, yeah. maybe catch, <sighs> catching a slight buzz from whatever uh, mildly alcoholic <clears throat> beverages you were consuming. Yeah, and um, you guys head right to the runner house?
3: Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. energized. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, So when you go in, you know again, it's it's one of one of the more one of the more basic runner houses you've seen. There's just sort of it's kind of an all business kind of place, and mostly because the morning wood in gets all the the business around here, so they decided not to turn this one into a bar. Um, So you have just your job posting boards. You have the um, agents and cashiers just kind of working and waiting. There's a few adventuring types in here, and you can already see that there's some guys pulling a bunch of different postings off the boards. So it's a little bit sparse by now. But there's
0: still a couple of jobs on there. A beat of WD-40 wells up in Zero's eyes. He remembers the time that we took Tobby's posting off of this board.
5: Aww.
1: And that, my friends, is how you teach a robot to love. <laughs>
2: I feel like Zero like learned how to person a little bit more while we left him to his own yeah, it devices. Seems like right?
1: it. it seems <laughs> like it. Who knows?
3: Right. <laughs> Quinn just kind of like rubs his metallic shoulder it will be all right, buddy.
1: Um, but that being said, there's one job that does catch your eye. And it actually is for um, someone requesting it in the Grey Citadel. There is some detail already written on there. Uh, it, it essentially says that um, they're looking for someone to assist with an undead problem in a new mine that was recently ex- excavated. And that you can inquire more at the Runner House in the Grey Citadel. Um, there's a couple other jobs that, you know, they seem they seem kind of sort of a little more B list. Like one guy is a wizard looking to capture a live troll for experiments. Um, That's pretty much. That one doesn't have an offer on there. It doesn't show the actual amount, but. Depends um, on the.
4: Probably depends yeah. on the. Yeah. I don't catch
3: trolls. <sighs> Didn't we already get. Wasn't. Didn't we do troll hair at some point? No, that was an ogre. Ogre, Ogre. yeah. Okay. A little bit different. Ogres, trolls. We've had a lot of adventures so far.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And um, there's another one saying, and this one looks a little bit more dangerous, but um, there's a report of giant activity in the mountains to the... um,
4: A couple cougars on the loose up there. Oh, my God.
1: No. Giants.
4: Giant mountain
1: cougars. Nope, just giants. <laughs> Colossal hotties. Giant mountain yeah,
0: No, it's death by smash, smash, not death by snoo, snoo. Snoo, snoo.
4: <laughs> no more snoo, snoo.
1: Um, but yeah, there's been giants sort of causing trouble uh, in the mountains to the east uh, within the kingdom of Vesh and some of the smaller villages.
4: I feel like you want to say something else. Like giants.
1: Just giants. Super. Like mountain giants. (laughs) Like very large humanoids with very large weapons.
2: And even bigger cans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got me with that one. You got me with that one. Okay. So
3: they're just giants. Okay. I have no experience with giants, but that does not seem like something we could probably do. Negatorus Rex. So I'm putting up with Kebab. Let's
4: go to the Citadel.
1: The job for the Citadel is paying a healthy sum. How much of fifteen hundred gold? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot more than most jobs you will For see sure. in a runner house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you guys, yeah, we got that twenty five hundred was lucky. That was That's why we, yeah, took that it. was an S tier job, as the sure. agent once told you. That's like top of the line, cream of the crop kind of job.
3: And then. Um, the one about the capturing the troll. Does it have a price? It on doesn't.
1: That one? I think. I think. I'm mean, gonna kind of actually go with off of what Joe said because I like that. Uh, that it depends on the condition of the troll as it's returned.
4: Up, we have Joe? to pay the trolls toll.
0: <laughs> Do you have gum in your mouth, Frank? Um, <laughs> but I would be down <laughs> for either.
3: I mean, we're.
2: Quinn, Quinn kind
3: of... Okay, so the, the way Quinn handles this, he kind of... He looks at the three, he takes the two mm-hmm. off the board and presents it to the rest and says, these are the two that... We got to do one or the other. I mean... But I'm I'm giving it to a de-
4: Democratic vote. Hoblet's being real and saying, I'm basically a troll, so I'm going to be I
2: useless. You're not at, at all. You're like, not a
1: troll at all. No. Trolls are huge.
2: Yeah. Also, I and feel scary. like... The monetary thinking, like, value of you're a job those, like like this? childhood trolls <laughs> with the hair.
1: That's yeah, no. no, no, no. About. We're talking about big. These aren't cuddly little things, and like very mean. In fact, Hoblet, why don't you roll me a history check yeah. to see what you know about trolls? Steve, is, is he still wearing the prom dress? I hope he changed <laughs> by now, but yeah, yeah I would have changed. Okay. <laughs> It would be really funny if you guys 14. Like got on the... Okay, 14. You know enough that trolls are definitely nice. formidable creatures, um, and a pack of them would be a, a big challenge for you guys, and they typically operate in packs. Um, they're anywhere from like 7 to 12 or 13 feet in height, and they their blood has regenerative regenerative properties. You literally have to kill them with fire. We don't want to kill or them. Other, or other means one. to... Right. And you would think it would, it's definitely a difficult job to subdue them. You probably could do it, but, you know, it, they're looking for someone to subdue and bring back a live troll in good condition.
2: Let's go to the Citadel.
1: Let's go to the Citadel.
2: <laughs> toot toot! Let's railroad that right in. You're yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's run uh, train to that's the that's Citadel. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I don't always do this. <laughs> but i'm just i'm i'm kidding i'm sorry for the audience <laughs> i wanted to get these guys a good old-fashioned dungeon crawl yeah and i thought this would be the best way to do it
3: yeah no i like it because i feel like there were still there was still i could place this
1: everywhere but like i feel like the grace city does a super cool location and i want to kind of give it a little bit more
0: life yeah, yeah. The, the rest were boceus and dog walking
1: right exactly Isn't your family
0: So you guys head to the Grey
1: Citadel? We do. Mm-hmm. I mean, your boat's still parked there, too.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. Yeah. And it's going to take, take another to couple, there, another couple, two yeah. weeks to get back there. So you guys are almost, a little bit more than halfway done with the repairs. <sighs> which, by you the way, may, we still don't have a name for this boat.
0: You may be even, even be able to check in are on we, it at Dry we're, Dock. Th- we're throwing that out to the audience, right? Yeah, we're yeah. all going
1: to come up with names we're, ourselves. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. like, guys, like please but like audience, shoot us a yeah. little note on Twitter if, or anywhere on the internet. Quinn wants
0: to hear from you. Right. Mostly, <laughs> Quinn wants to hear from you about how awesome Quinn is. Yeah.
1: yeah please don't stroke his ego. There's some people been, been people like stroking Quinn's ego on Twitter late- recently, and like I'm just telling them to stop. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, again, the trip does go without incident. You guys kind of pass through, um, you know, this sort of hilly, grassy countryside, occasionally passing uh, by different forested areas, but the path is very well established. You know, there's been trade going back and forth between the kingdom of Vesh and the kingdom of the dwarves for quite some time now. So, when you guys arrive at the citadel, you guys are you know sort of outside again at the port. You know, you kind of have to climb your either take the gondola up or take the long way up into the citadel itself, as it is in part of a mountain, and it does actually extend below the mountain into the great escarpment. That, like, if you actually look off, like, where the bay is, you guys are like kind of looking up this huge, 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 huge cliff and a mountain that kind of extends off this cliff. And the Grey Citadel is carved into the escarpment itself and up into the mountain. So which way are you planning to take up? Like, you guys to take the gondola up again? Or you want to make the long way up the sort of winding set of stone stairs that lead to the, uh, the main
0: entrance? Zero is fascinated since this is his first time to the Grey Citadel. It sure is. Uh. I feel like we should give him the scenic
1: route, the gondola. That's the quick route.
2: Yeah, that's the quick route. not. Oh, I mean, well, you I get like a, it's also
1: scenic. you get a better vista. It mean. is also scenic. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, gondola. Yeah. So you guys take the gondola up, and you can see that, like you know, like as you're kind of going up, you know, there's this giant sort of stone mouth that's carved into the side of the mountain where water is sort of flowing out of and into the bay. Just gorgeous view as you start to rise up. You know, uh, you can see more of the stonework very clearly. Um, you know, Zero is eventually going to see sort of that sort of steam pulley system. Um, that was sort of engineered to make this gondola ride very smooth and and sort of bump free for the most part and you guys arrive at the main platform and are now within the citadel itself
3: so yeah so let's uh let's investigate kind of like where like what where we're going for this like uh, what are we
1: feels good to be back.
3: I feel like Hoblet would probably know maybe more
1: about. Like, he would know where the runner house is and stuff like go. that. And that's kind of that's where it's said to inquire for further details. Yeah, Hoblet, Uh
2: What's what's the local delicacy around here?
1: Snails. We-
4: snails. <laughs> yeah. Fresh mountain snails.
1: I feel like this is a horrible idea to allow James to create the lore right, of the you're dwarves. Hold.
4: Let's hold for a second. Yeah. Every question. Go ahead and ask me about the local fair, but you're going to be fucking... We are here's, Mountain here's, <coughs> here's These are weird
3: fucking folk. But but even on we top spend, of that, I feel like there should be some, some sort snails. of like actual regional thing that you know that's not even remotely his I mean, was. I'm going
1: to be honest, though. I kind of, like as much as I am terrified of this idea, I do kind of like the idea of having... Everybody sort of source a little bit of something about the culture of their characters and where they come from. So, yeah, the local delicacy here are snails.
0: Cool. Nice. They're a little bigger than your average snail. Yeah,
1: they're giant snails. Like in South
0: Citadel, they're steamed. North Citadel,
1: grilled. They're dire snails.
0: (laughs) They're dire snails. They're like the size of a baseball. Right. Nice. Um,
3: I am certainly game to – I may have even already had it. I don't really remember because I might have been drunk. Look, it's possible. I've been sailing around. I don't know. You know, I've probably tried it before. It probably tastes like chicken, (laughs) (laughs) like
2: a weird, chewy, gummy chicken, like alligator.
1: (laughs) Well, Peridot would know. You live here too. They're delicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So where to then?
2: I like mine with ketchup
0: (laughs) made from real cat.
3: (laughs) I mean, mean vinegar and tomatoes. (laughs)
1: Sure. I heard that's why
4: they call it cancer. Okay. Runner house. <laughs> yeah, let's go.
1: Yeah, you guys arrive at the runner house now. The runner house in the Gray Citadel is probably, like, it would give the runner house in Last Wall a run for its money, and that's the original runner house. Okay, the bar and grill, so to speak. The runner house here in the Gray Citadel is full of a bunch of rowdy dwarves all gathered together, like just drinking. There's there's, a, there's a, a bar fight every maybe five to ten minutes, um, and, and there's a bunch of gnomes just kind of huddled in the corner and just talking about nerdy things and not really getting involved. Amongst the flying stools and, you know, flagons of ale being tossed about, um, there is sort of a counter off to the side of the main bar area where um there is someone sitting there sort of accepting contracts and like talking to people about it but the din in here is it's overwhelming so when you say flying stool yeah <laughs> <laughs> like stools are flying around because people yeah, are throwing yeah. them they're at each, each
0: other in, they're in a bar the oh. kind you sit on okay yeah, yes yeah, 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 oh yeah.
1: my god Jeez. no yeah. not poop
2: right in the gutter well look it's <laughs> it's it's a runner house
1: they're
0: dwarves
2: dwarf, not not apes. Apes. But they're still dwarves <laughs> Look, I like to think that you. We can't all know like, hobble.
0: <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
2: I like to think in this bar you can't really tell the difference between like a serious, like angry brawl and people just like fighting for the sake of fighting. Yeah,
1: most of the time, most of these fights are not really triggered by anything besides people just wanting to fight. It turns out there are a lot more dwarves like hobblet than we thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hoblet's just headbutting you. This tells dudes. you a lot of things about a lot of dwarves,
1: <laughs> right? So, you, are you guys gonna like? Where I mean, you guys have just entered the runner house, and you're seeing this scene unfold. In fact, the stool um, nearly crashes into Paradil, but hits the wall next to him. On that note, Paradil uh, excuses
4: himself and goes to sit with the gnomes. Yeah, <laughs> I He's I like, can take the sheets. These are my wow. people. Nobody trusts me to go up there, but I could take the sheet and try to go get some information. I won't burn anything. It is my right.
1: Felix is no longer here to provide his input, guys. Right. So someone's got to either agree or stop him.
3: I mean, this is his home. I mean, right. like, I feel like I feel I'll, like I'll, I feel like this, this is one you. of the one of the few times that oh, I, I, feel like, like I, oh, with, I feel like like letting go I feel like my <laughs> my okay. my. Your charm is here not is going not going to work, work well, yeah. and I, I feel like I feel like this is his moment to shine.
0: Zero is willing to show his face in a kingdom where he's, oh, say, a hero like Aralon, but here he's going back to his normal mo of having you know his hood and cowl up, sure, sure, and keeping it very low key. He's not talking; he's just being a big wall of what would be meat if he were made of meat.
1: Okay, well, so Hamblin and Ezra walk up to the. Um... To the sort the, the guy at the counter, and uh, you hear him go, "Oh, Hoblet! It's so good to see ya, Frendo! Oh,
4: my cousin,
1: it's the been basher! Years. It's, How are you? It's been years!" And he looks over at your friend. Why are you bringing these knife ears in here? Uh, he's one of me crew now. Well, okay, if you're a friend of Hoblet, you're a friend of mine. I'm Flendo the Basher. Good to meet ya. Flendo <laughs> the
2: Basher. Of course. The basher. And of he extends the a hand basher. out to Ezra. Shake And he firmly, like, he tries to give it his all because he knows he's probably gonna get tossed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just pounds his hand. Yeah. Into, it's a firm uh, handshake, but yeah, yeah. he doesn't try anything funny. Right, right, right. That's right. oh, the first elf I've ever shook hands with that I didn't have a weak grip.
4: I tried.
2: You
1: know how to pick him, Oblet.
4: We came in with this contract. Wonder if you knew anything about it. Oh, yeah. Nasty bit of business there. Nasty bit of business. So what have we got ourselves into here?
1: Recently, a new mine was being excavated. And um, sort of ran into a bit of a problem. They started bashing down one of the, the walls of the cavern. A bunch of men dead just started pouring out of it. Oh, shit. Killed a bunch of good men. You know my cousin, Glendo?
4: <laughs> Not Glendo. Yeah.
1: Fuck. He was one of them. Ah, he was a good dwarf. Yeah, he was. He was. Rest in peace. Couldn't even give him a proper dwarven funeral. His corpse was sucked dry of all the blood. There's nothing left of him.
4: This is good, because this is this is enraging Hobbit. Uh, that these undead have, have taken someone relatively close. Your cousin's to.
1: cousin. Yeah. No relation to you, though.
4: Doesn't matter. It's a big
1: family.
3: Right. It's a big family. Fucking so A it is. second cousin once removed?
1: Have you seen your dad yet? <laughs> no. He hasn't seen you in years. We're
4: going to head that way now.
1: When, when you do, tell him I said hi. And this job is actually not far from where your parents live. Whoa, oh, nice. It's the it's the Glenbarrow mines. It's one of, you'll see the signs. It's one of the newer ones.
4: Really? Well thanks. Always good to catch up, tomorrow. Oh great
1: to see you, Hobler. Come back anytime.
4: <laughs> Alright, so we're on our way. We're on our way to Habot's town Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry to any Scottish listeners out there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Our Scottish downloads just quintupled this week. No, I
1: think no, they I probably think they dropped, dropped off. Complete off. Complete no
4: way, they love. Life. There's nothing better than listening to some American asshole. Kind of <laughs> true that. They're yeah. laughing yeah. so hard. That's a good
2: point. I did my best. Don't you love when you hear like Jude Law like do a horrible American right. accent? Right. Yeah. Like, it's that. just funny. <laughs> well, in that it's case, just... Plus, you're, you're yours welcome.
0: Yours was okay. Okay, thanks. Do we good. have more Scottish good. listeners than from O oh, say the Republic of Moldova? We do. Actually, the UK is our number two country.
1: So shout out to all y'all. All y'all. Yeah.
3: That just made them pee themselves. Do they exactly. call it a hashtag? <laughs> do they
1: call, actually it's a good question. Do they call it
4: a hashtag?
3: Weigh in in. hashtag? hashtag it's a pounder. A pound sign. It's a pounder? No, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: mean, <that's>, I'm <laughs> that's sorry, the guys. Currency. I think Canada uses a pound sign. Okay. Pound All right. Sign. Anyways, pound sign? UK. Sorry. If I'm wrong. In my book, <laughs> I was you have okay. I, I would be, <laughs> I'd be like,
3: pound sign what?
1: All right. <laughs> All right. So, you are you stopping to see your folks before, uh, or your family before uh, you guys head out to this job? Of course.
3: Cu- oh. I feel like Quinn needs to kind of step up in this conversation.
1: Go for it. You overheard so, it because everything is at a shout in this bar. Right, right. right so, right. I right. obviously overheard <laughs> right. the yeah. conversation.
3: So, we're going to see um, um, Mama and, and Papa Smasher. If
4: they're in, we could swing by the house. Oh, what are you so nervous about? <sighs> that they'll <laughs> kill somebody. My pa likes to smash. <laughs> Even more, maybe, than I. So, what are you so nervous about? That my parents might not approve of my choices. <laughs> What
0: are they? That's as be? specific
4: as I'd like to be.
0: For your lifestyle. <laughs> well, okay then. Right, did we just learn something new about Hoblet? I think we did. Is it a I'm choice? I'm scared <laughs> of my dad. If that's new. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're born that way.
4: Fine, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> that's what Lady Gaga I said. I Let's mean, go. We can see if they have anything useful for us. Oh, to rate your parents.
2: At least want to pay my respects. You did just lose some family, Hoblick.
4: A cousin of a cousin, but yes.
3: And perhaps we will gain some information from your family before we go in. They might
4: know something. Good fucking luck, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, you're off
0: to see the Smashers.
1: The wonderful Smashers of the Grey Citadel. The
0: The wonderful Smashers. (laughs) Close relatives of the Bashers.
1: Right. Cousins.
0: No, I just don't want to meet. The that was slashers. your.
1: That, that's your mom's side of the family. Yeah. No, before most we, of them before are in jail. Before we get there, <laughs> yeah. Zero reaches into a pack and grabs a <laughs> an dirty extra pack hooded family. robe. Oh, and gives it to it Ezra. Offers
0: it to Ezra. Repeat. Okay, yeah, what I'll was that? It. Repeat that. Zero reaches into his pack, grabs an extra of the big hooded robes that he wears, and offers one to Ezra. Uh, Ezra. It's a little big, but it'll have to do. Ezra
2: one. puts it on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as well as his uh, mustache again.
0: It's <laughs> fake mustache. No one would ever no,
2: suspect an elf had a mustache. It's not really sticking on this time. It's been well, I mean, it's
1: actually not a bad idea because, like, you know, just get, given the reception you got at the Runner House, yeah. elves are probably not looking at too favorably to around here. But you do, you know, elves are known for not being able to grow facial hair. So that's actually not a bad idea. All right. Yeah, what? fake mustache is on. Okay. My... Oh.
4: I don't know if I'd want him to do that. I mean, the only thing worse than an elf is a pussy. Well... And by disguising yourself, you're hiding. But... If you are found out, they will be held to pay, my friend. Right. But let's Why go Why are with
3: you it. creating more conflict?
4: <laughs> I'm just
2: he's just being honest cuz he's inspired. I'm just, I mean yeah. Fran, Fran doesn't even have to do his job right now. <laughs> no, that's great. You're literally creating. Stuff. We'll see we'll see what happens.
0: Well, I mean shit, how much rating do you think Price I had to do going into that. the last episode? Let's go.
1: Okay. So you guys arrive at the door to the um, the hovel of the smashers. So this um, a, lot, a lot of the a lot of the homes here are just carved right into the sort of caverns that expand and go throughout the Grey Citadel cuz the entire city is built inside of a mountain so um, you guys arrive at a particular like set of sort of stone buildings there's about three or four stories of them sort of carved in as, as you know different sets of stairs that lead up to the different homes um, they're on the second level uh, so you guys walk up the steps I'm assuming Hoblet's going first
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and uh, you reach the door it's closed but the light is on inside knock 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 okay. And to the door... I think you mean smash, smash, smash. <laughs> <laughs> Are you knocking with Trixie?
3: <laughs> Let's be Not kidding. Not Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I like I'm, to imagine
2: that instead of a door knocker, there's like a large stone just next to the door to smash <laughs> upon. <laughs>
4: yeah. there You're is supposed now. to pick it up and <laughs> rap on the door. With there it. is now. <laughs> Um, There's actually a table with several different stones. Yeah. <laughs> so you can pick which one looks good to you that day.
1: The door is answered by a younger dwarven woman, beautiful beard. Um, and she's like, <laughs> Oh, Hoblet, it's nice to see you. It's me, your shish, Coretta. Oh,
4: Coletta, how are you, my I know, dear? You know, it's
1: been years, I've gotten a little taller.
4: Yeah, you have. <laughs> You've grown up there. <laughs> Is Ma and Pa home? Ah oh, no, they
1: went out to the market. Fuck.
4: How about Granny?
1: Oh yeah, Granny's here.
4: All right.
0: A oh, hoblet, is it a, is it a hoblet?
4: <laughs> <laughs> granny. Oh,
2: little hoblet, how are you?
4: I've grown two inches.
2: Oh, you look like oh, you look like a brand new day, little hoblet.
4: Nice to see you, Granny. Back,
1: back, back, uh, back inside now. And then just
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I need to see And just
1: then, walking up the stairs are is a dwarven couple. And like you hear him say, Hoblet, it's so good to see you. Oh my goodness, it's been so long. Do you
4: since you've been home." Hello, Pa. Oh, come inside. Come inside. Bring your friends in. Thank you, sir. Come on, boys.
1: Your Pa. And your mom leads you inside. Immediately, your dad is just like excitedly, like going through all the different cupboards and cabinets in his house, and he's just throwing tankards onto the table. And like you know, he he rolls out a giant keg from some other room in the house, and uh, just like we all slams drinkers. it on top of like a like an end table, you know, almost crushing it, but it's made of stone. And um, he's like, "Well, oh, we got to have a drink. You got to catch up with your old pa." Why don't we sing them the song of our people?
2: Oh yes, this song. Let's sing this song. (laughs) I love the smash-up song.
4: Didn't know you all still still sung that. I thought it was just when I was a young lad. It's a celebration.
1: It's a celebration. We're the Smasher Clan, we drink and fight, we scrape and punch and kick and
4: bite. When you see us come, we know you'll stay. It's gonna be a smashing day. Hey. Oh, yeah. a great job, Hoblet. So Whoa. good to see you. Nice yeah. to see your family. We still got it. So what brings you home, Hoblet? Oh, we're here doing some work. We've got a bit of a contract in town.
1: Hmm. And these are your friends, your your adventuring party, as it were.
2: I don't like looks of that one.
4: <laughs> Calm down, grandma. You can't get anything past granny. <laughs> oh. yeah, they're my friends. I'm
2: yeah, tired. Yeah. I'm Which going to take a nap. It's
4: probably it. a good <laughs> idea. Someone lay her down. <laughs>
2: Bye bye, I'm old.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just signs off <up>, with I'm old.
4: <laughs> so I mean, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> I mean, do I. Uh, it's my I, I need to you struggle for a minute with.
2: You did
0: this.
4: Whether <laughs> I introduce my elf and my robot friend to my parents. Like, I'd want to introduce Lord Quinn Southland. That makes me sound important. Yeah, but. it
1: does. Well, you do you, Hoblet. Well, why don't you introduce people and also introduce this... your family to them? Obviously, they don't know these people. And they seem like a great bunch. All wonderful singers, by the way.
4: <laughs> so, crew, here's my family. My mother and father. Beta and Krand, the Smashers. Beta, the Smasher... My mother. Okay. Trond, yeah. <laughs> the smasher. My father. Uh, of course, Granny Berta, the smasher. One of the original smashers.
2: I'm sleeping now.
4: <laughs> and my sisters, Greta and Yvania. Wait, what about Boblet? <laughs>
1: There's no Boblet. Boblet didn't make the cut. No Boblet no. no, Boblet. no, no Trouble was my. Yeah, there's no Boblet. Maybe no. that's maybe that'll be one of his children's names. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I just imagine
4: my Boblet.
3: firstborn. So, so his family is considerably more creative than he is.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Well,
4: well, 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 well,
1: kind of you to say.
4: <laughs> so, family, this is my crew, uh, Lord Quinn Southwind and friends. Oh, service. Lord, what do
1: we do to bring
4: a royalty in this house?
3: I smashed good. I don't consider myself royalty.
1: Oh, he's a modest one too, huh? Would you find this one?
4: <laughs> Under a rock somewhere. Yeah. Uh he's a jokester. I didn't hear anything funny about that shop. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So we're uh we're <laughs> what going about to now. Re-
1: what, what about the rest of them? Oh uh, those <laughs> are
4: my friends. So we're going Before to. We're sharing
1: a drink, we should be able to share our names.
4: Fuck you, right, Pop. This is, uh. <laughs> Ezra. I know, I know who he is. He's a fucking elf, though, and they're gonna not be don't, happy about that. Uh, but don't Ezra say he's really a right. is it? I cut the mustache on. Ezra, Paradil, like and Zero.
1: What kind of name is Zero? Uh, her name. And Ezra sounds like a dirty elven name.
4: His parents played a trick on him.
1: Got some bad parents, me me boy. Tell me about it. (laughs) Now, did you mean that, or are you trying to just play the part right now? I'm just playing the part. Give me a deception roll.
2: A deception roll on tell
1: me about it? Tell me about it.
2: Come
1: on. (laughs) Just to see how convincing it is. It's going to be really easy. Nine. That's fine. He's not the brightest bulb in the whatever.
4: So, we've got business. At the with... mines, yes. It, it, it is with the mines. What ha, have you heard
1: anything, Father? Just what your cousins told me. Fuck. Same as me. But, uh, you know, if it's undead, I've got something you might be able to use. What's that? Just give me a second. And he goes back into some one of the rooms kind of further into the home and comes out with sort of this, it looks like a casing.
4: While he's gone, Hoblet drinks a full beer yeah. so does Ezra. to his face. <laughs> so does Ezra. So, so <laughs> to his face.
1: Just trying to fit in now. Yes. <laughs> um, Hoblet, don't even buy you don't know who gives a shit about constitution rules right now. Let's just keep moving this along. He comes out with what it looks like a, it looks like a, uh, a silver rectangular casing. Okay. And he says, let me trick you there for a second.
4: You know I don't like to give her up, but... I'm the one who gave her to
1: you. All right. So he takes Trixie, and you see him like very carefully start molding this silver around the head of the mall. Okay. He says, We all know that the Undead are no fans of the silver. This should help you out. Don't say I never did nothing for you. Don't forget about your parents when you're all rich and famous.
4: Rich and famous. That's a good one, Pop. When
1: well, you're hanging out with the lords, so you may be doing something right.
4: I made a good decision or two, for sure. Or two. Or
1: two. That's about the best I can offer you, but you're welcome to use our home and uh, drink our ale, as long as you're around.
4: Thank you for your hospitality. Oh, it's a
1: polite one, too,
4: Hoblet. I know how to
1: pick em. Yeah.
2: Ezra goes to give him the same grip he gave his cousin.
1: You see him, like, immediately, like, grab your hand and put you into a chokehold on the table. Don't you dare raise your hand at me, boy! I knew it was going to (laughs) happen. Fuck. You don't do that to an old soldier! Watch yourself! And he kind of releases his grip. Okay. Okay. All right, Pop. Easy. Krant releases his grip from you and, uh doesn't even apologize just just tells you to watch yourself
2: okay probably considers considers it an honor when he like puts people in chokeholds <laughs> he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> now you can brag about having been choked out by cron <laughs> the Smashers. Smasher. living
1: living to tell the story shut in movements i just i don't do well with them all right boys
4: what do you say we head out? He I mean, never wants good. to leave. Zero time. just shrugs at
0: Let's that. Let's get the fuck out of <laughs> here. With this the you know little servo wire, we we not Bounce out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Paradel has been like sheepishly and timidly, like clutching whatever flagon of ale was given to him, like wide-eyed, like waiting for the moment to get the fuck out of here.
1: Sure. And as you guys leave, like, your entire family sits out on sort of the balcony of, like, the the house that they lived in, and they're all just sort of waving at you goodbye.
3: What a nice family.
4: They have (laughs) the moments.
1: So you guys are sort of heading towards the mine now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know exactly where it is. It's actually not very far from where your parents live. And you can see that there are a number of sort of signs posted up you know, saying to uh, turn back, like, undead afoot, whatnot, just a couple uh, city guards there, like, you know, dwar- like, like, completely, like, steel-clad dwarves, like, with, like, all these different weapons, sort of just, like, guarding that area of mission no one kind of goes through. And he, they, they kind of stop you. They're like, what's your business here? Oh, Hoblet! It's good to see you!
3: What relative
1: is this? It's your second cousin, fourth removed. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That makes no sense. Is (laughs) this Rebar?
4: It is one and the same. Rebar the Smasher, Flendo's brother, my other cousin. The Basher. The Basher. Rebar the Basher. (laughs) What brings you over
1: here? This this, this, This is off limits.
4: Well, it's on limits for us, cousin. We're on duty.
1: Oh, you took the contract. Of course. Yeah, but come on through. Seemed like easy work. Be very careful, though. We've lost a few good men down there.
4: Oh. Uh, so. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's see what we can see.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, several feet ahead. Um. There are. You know. There's a shaft that's sort of like a mine, like a mine shaft elevator that descends down. It's operated off of a very similar steam pulley situation. Just a lever that kind of helps it ascend and descend. You just kind of lift it, and it, you know, will send you down. And this should be a mechanism at the bottom that will send you back up.
3: We've dealt with that before.
1: Yeah, and it would easily fit all of you. It's sort of like a larger, you know, it's, this is this sort of thing was built to handle a large weight of like raw minerals and ore, and you know, large shipments of said um, materials. So, so this would easily fit all of you guys and be able to send you down with plenty of room.
4: We can go down, I guess. Are we, what are we supposed to do? Yeah.
3: So do you do you have, just to kind of get a little character reference, do you have undead experience then? Like you can do things with magic? I would say or... as
1: a cleric, he, def- he probably would have at least yeah. some exposure to that. Right. You know, and like maybe your your past life and trainings, as you know, even when you were a soldier and stuff like that, you've probably dealt with the undead in, in some capacity. They're pretty prevalent even before the explosion of Wool.
3: So Quinn kinda turns to him and goes, Hoblet, this is your chance. You're 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 running point on this one.
2: Yeah, you're the mine guy.
3: Not only are we in a mine, <laughs> but you also are a cleric.
1: The look on James's face right now is priceless.
3: Let's fucking smash. I I <laughs> I I tell you I will not question any of your decisions from here on out. So
4: our goal here is to clear the mine,
1: like to put a put an end to whatever like infestation of undead is happening down here. Right. No one, no one knows where it came from. They they busted down a wall. So my thought, think of think of like a
3: pest control situation. Like you're gonna just try going to get to in the root and... of the problem. We're gonna have to deal with the undead as we go, but ultimately we need to find out okay. where it's coming from.
4: Well, I feel like the five of us should be all right. I can get everybody to run away from us if I need to. I have a turn, a turn undead channel divinity, where I can make them basically, if they fail to save, all they have, all they can do is run away.
0: Zero steps onto the car. You know, regardless of whether or not anyone else has, I don't think anyone else has gotten on there. He steps on, pulls his hood off, and says, "They're not paying us to deliberate." That's the spirit. Okay. Peridol. And um, is, um, <laughs> is um, the uh, the basher still around?
1: He's, you know, maybe about 10 or, maybe I would say more about 30 feet away from you guys, sort of guarding the entrance. He's kind of turned himself around. Oh, he's turned himself around? Okay. Peridol and she's his uh, shiny rapier. Steps I,
2: yeah, I've
3: elbow. got my rapier going and my shield ready.
0: Okay.
1: Come on. Yeah, on. yeah
0: Zero reaches uh, reaches into his robe near his left arm, kind of uncovers his left forearm um, that's recently been rebuilt and pulls something that looks like almost like a ripcord on it. And as he pulls it, something starts spinning inside the front of his left arm.
1: Like a lawnmower? Like, like
0: kind, a Yeah, lawnmower. just like a lawnmower. Like a chainsaw? Cord. Yeah,
1: like that. Okay, interesting.
0: And you can kind of see some motion in the holes that are on kind of either side of his forearm there interesting does he mutter groovy <laughs> no <laughs> okay Not all right yet. maybe all Not right later.
1: the lift begins to descend further down into the mine shaft you guys defend descend, <laughs> you guys descend maybe into the shaft. yeah for a few minutes in uh, this thing's, uh, things ends up going about 200 feet down and ends at sort of this platform that and when um, when it reaches the bottom, you see ahead of you a long passageway. It's very dark down here. Um, Good thing. But the about every ten feet in this long passageway, there's like sort of a, these wooden cross beams that are supporting the the cave structure. And on each of those like wooden cross beams, there are some extinguished um, like torch like holders and different braziers and stuff like that around. Um, and you can see about sixty feet in that it just keeps going and, t- and follows a slight curve off to the left. But you can't see past sixty feet with your dark vision, so that's as much as you can see. It just keeps going past that. The cavern just extends far.
4: Hoblet's moving forward.
1: Yeah. What are the marching orders? This is uh, you can guys. You guys can fit two by two. Uh, it's, it's rather narrow.
2: I'm I'm right behind. I'm right behind Hob. I'm right next to i Okay. I'm flanking him. You're you're. You're going in first. I mean, I'm going in. in guns hot, man. So, so Hyland will... <laughs> and Paradil
1: are both next to each other.
3: I'll I'll take the caboose. Okay, Qu- Quinn's in the back.
1: All right, so which means Zero's Cat. with Ezra. Okay. Yeah. I mean,
4: you can't make <laughs> Wait, a joke yeah, like what? that and then laugh.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Okay, you guys are moving forward. So the cavern continues to go, and it goes actually out probably about 140 feet, and then you'll see it um, sort of start to fork. So it curves almost 90 degrees to the left, uh, and another passageway extends out that way. And then um, to the right, there is sort of a slight escarpment with a set of stone, carved stone stairs that lead down. You can see a couple um, sort of handwritten, like signs or hand-carved signs. So to the right, down the stairs, it's pointing towards the um, greater mine area, and then to the left it's pointing towards the iron deposits. Um, it's rather, it's its dark, it's a bit dank down here, um, uh, but rather quiet.
3: Is there still torches?
2: They're
1: all extinguished.
2: Oh, okay, you so said that, yeah. Alright.
1: So this has probably been abandoned for enough time that, you know, the torches would have gone on on their own. Can we
2: relight the torches
1: as we go? You can if you want to. Do you have a means to produce flame?
0: Do you have a tinderbox? Do uh, we have anyone who doesn't have night vision? Yeah, mission? I have a tinder box. Yeah, so you can use that
1: okay. to uh, reignite the torches. Yeah. So you've been doing that sort of along the way?
0: Yeah. Although, you really only
1: need the tinderbox
0: <laughs> to light one torch, yeah, carry well, we the torch with you. Yeah, okay. just take one. Well, well who's carrying the torch? I want to leave
2: a trail of visibility. I don't yeah. want to just be completely sure. limited by our dark So vision. how are
1: you doing this? Are you manually lighting every torch, or are you lighting one and carrying one with you? I'm both
2: i'm taking one off the wall lighting it and using that one to light them as so we go
1: one of your hands are currently occupied by a torch i'm just yes. I, I need to have yeah. that as like established because yep. you yep. have one less free hand now okay 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 yeah uh where which way left or right
4: let's go oh and i
1: apologize um before the, I, I forgot to describe this detail um, before that fork, maybe about 20 feet before it, there's actually a door to your left, but there's no door Like there's no door in it. It's just a doorway, and you can see that that leads into some sort of, like, maybe ore and mineral storage area. It kind of opens up into a uh, 20 by 30 room, and then there's another room beyond that as well. You can already see from here that there's, like, different crates and, and, and barrels and, and, and carts, um, filled with different like metals in there.
4: Let's head
1: to the left. So, like towards the um, iron deposit area. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, if you fo- are you following it, kind of just continuing to follow the passageway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, going down mm-hmm. the passageway, it kind of curves. Yeah, like I said about ninety degrees to the left, and eventually ends up at a uh, forty foot and, and, and by. I should probably say how long you guys traveled this passageway goes about a hundred feet in um, and then curves 90 degrees again to the left so back kind of if you were essentially kind of towards where the elevator was except you know it's a separate area and in here um, it's about a 40 foot by 40 foot cavern um, that's been sort of well carved out you can see the different iron deposits you know uh, sort of shimmering in here that are adorning the walls and there are actually the bodies of two dwarven miners lying face down in here. Their skin is withered and decomposed.
4: Fuck, We're looking for undead, so I don't know. Let's turn around.
1: Yeah, that's not, it. You guys aren't doing anything. You're just leaving these bodies be and we're moving on?
4: Yep. I have no desire to go investigate the dead dwarves. I'm okay with it, I guess. I don't... Maybe it would help to know how they died. Yeah, you, yeah, can, let, you, can, you can look at what they got on, on You can
1: you can make a medicine check to determine how their cause of death. Yeah, thirteen. And I feel like we're not going to be looting dwarves
2: in front of Hoblet. Right. Um, yeah,
1: Brutal. you can tell that these miners were definitely killed by supernatural means. It would actually appear as if their life force was completely drained from their body. Great. But you can't you can't seem to as like as you inspect the bodies, there don't appear to be any sort of puncture wounds or anything of the sort. That would indicate that maybe they were drained in like the traditional sense, mm-hmm. but they were drained in the non-traditional. It's literally sense. just a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They look like raisins, pretty much, with no like with no color in their skin. Like okay. all the blood, all everything has been completely removed from their bodies. Is
4: there anything else in the room?
1: Um, you can see like they had left you know some mining picks and and, and, and things like that. You know some hard hats, but um, it doesn't appear at least in this room you know just by just a general look around that there's anything else in here all right
4: yeah we should we should head out this sounds like a spot to get trapped mm-hmm. okay if bad
1: guys come up behind us all right yeah um, Let's. are you guys just heading back s- yeah towards head that fork again
4: back down the stairs
1: all right so you're at the stairs
4: yes Let's go down the stairs. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so can we only can we go two by two still?
1: Um, you'd have to go one by one down the stairs, but then you can go two by two again once you reach the bottom. Um, so that goes down into about a twenty by thirty platform, and then there's actually another set of stairs that further descends into the cave. Madness. Um, and I'm assuming goodness. you guys go down that too, and that opens up into a huge cavern. We're talking uh in some of its largest like dimensions It's about 140 feet by 110 feet um huge ceilings there are many other like minor passages that kind of go off uh directly ahead of you so that, and then um those all lead to different you can see like different um like mine cart tracks here that lead to some certain areas immediately to your left as you walk down the stairs, you can see an area where the the rock had been blasted out of um, a wall, and there are the bodies of five dwarven miners here, including <sighs> including your cousin's cousin. Getting warmer.
4: Damn. Okay. The hobbitini. And
1: element. and with if you if you were to kind of I ad- never
4: met the chap
1: adjust yourself, you'll see that beyond this sort of blasted stone. There are two sets. There's a a set of double doors made of stone with sort of ornate carvings um, laying there behind that sort of uh, blasted rock. And the left door is slightly ajar, pushed in. And I think that would be a good place to call this episode. Okay. On a bit of a cliffhanger. Mm. Mm. So this has been the hapless heroes podcast thank you very much for listening Um, if you like what you heard you can find us on twitter we're at hapless heroes you can also uh, find us on facebook we are on reddit also Um, if you're not a social media person uh, you can always send us an email we're haplessheroes at gmail.com if you feel like we are worth some of your hard earned dollars we have a patreon page it's just patreon.com slash hapless heroes you guys can donate to us
4: two hundred dollars (laughs) for (laughs) nudes
1: i mean i'm gonna hold james to that i'm you know
4: I didn't say nude to me, but you'll get nude pictures of someone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some Southwind. Quinn Southwind. Fair choice. enough. Yeah, Seriously, conflict. no going to get a deal like that to put folks? towards
0: voice lessons for us.
1: Yeah, right.
2: You'll um, get an erotic image of Granny Smasher.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no!
0: No one wants That's that. That's either going to get us no patreons or it's going to get one person donating a fuckload of money <laughs> did we just become millionaires <laughs> only if we produce nudes of granny right. smasher
1: also since obviously we bring this up top-notch content to you all the time Top you know gotta love totally that appropriate and not um at all offensive or immature uh, we would really appreciate it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice uh, Every five-star review helps us grow in the ranks and bring more people to our lovely show Because, uh, you know, we've been kind of getting more and more listeners as each week passes and, um, you know, the more the merrier And if anything, you know, tell your friends, too Like, you know, if you if you enjoy what we're doing, you know, the like people who are into D&D or even who aren't into D&D Tell them about it Maybe we'll get them into D&D That's, That's right. how I got into D&D It's true that Um, So yeah, without further ado, let me go ahead and outro the rest of our party To my left, we have James playing Hoblet
4: When you see me come, I know you'll say It's gonna be a smashing day
1: Hey! (laughs) Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, the Benevolent Uh, I am taking a back seat
3: right now to Hoblet Who would have thought?
1: Said no one ever (laughs) (laughs) Not after tonight Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Robot needs no uh, title. (laughs) Zach playing Paradil. It's time to get busy in these mines. (laughs) And Joe playing the ever-expressive and ever-talkative Ezra. Oy vey. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host in DM. Tune in next week when we continue this good old-fashioned dungeon delve. Yeah. Woo! Bye-bye now. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old.